review the Caulfield card for Saturday. Cool. You looking forward to it? I am. You're going to be on track? I won't be on track, no. Oh. It's, um, I'll, be, I'll be planning for it. What about yourself, you? Um, I did not get there last week to Flemington. Yeah. Because of the yeah. ball. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, I'm looking forward to my local track Caulfield ahead of a big Mother's Day people buy your mother a present Sunday. Yeah. Better get on board. Uh. Yeah. Alright, well, we might as well uh, get straight into it. So, race one at Caulfield. Uh, uh, quickly, uh, quickly, quickly. Yeah. Soft so, track. Ah, uh, yes. Rail moves uh, yeah. out from the 5 to the 10 metre and it's going to absolutely pour down tonight and tomorrow. That's right, so, so I've heard it's uh, 10 mil of rain uh, overnight and tonight and another 20 mil of rain tomorrow. Mm. So That'll be it's heavy range. Yeah. Jungle so, edge weather. Yeah, <laughs> well, possibly. We'll That's get to that a little bit later, I reckon. Yeah. Cool. Um, so race one is a 2400 metre race open class. Yeah, no worries. All right, so we've got the favourite East Ender. It's been very well supported into uh, 3.30 at the moment. Um, you could have got it as much as 4.70 um, just hours ago, actually. Uh, Kalani Kid, $13, Rock on 10. Alfaris is, uh, sorry, East Ender isn't the favourite in the race. Alfaris is um, at $3. Um, Pilar, $8.50. Transact, $6. And Grand Dreamer at $8.50. So in terms of speed map, I've got Transact leading. That's not a surprise to anyone. Um, Ola Nero generally goes forward, Kalani Kid can go forward, Barry the Baptist will definitely be on speed. Um, the Kiwi Rock On, it can go forward, but generally speaking they try and sit further back, so yeah. it's very rare that you'll ever see a, a Kiwi horse, even though it's changed its stable, you know, make that transition when they go over there, so I can't see them pushing forward with it. Um, if you like El Ferris, it will be sitting further forward in my opinion than the mapping is suggesting based on chats I had to the stable before its last start. Right. So, so I'll start we, with you, what do you like? Yeah sure, we'll, we'll actually, um, uh, look, EastEnder, look, no knock on, on EastEnder, it's, um, you know, it's, it's gone and won you know, the double, the Hobart and Lonnie Cups yeah. um, and, and we all know that, that Tasmanian form Sort of when, when it comes across to Melbourne, you know, it generally brings some pretty good results. But um, um, but look, it's it's second up here. It's um, you know, it, it won a very weak race, um, carrying sixty five kilos, albeit um, in in Tassie first up. Um, but look, I think it's it's short enough for me, and, and same with the other one as well. So I'm actually going a little bit out wide here with uh, Grand Dreamer. Um, you get close to double figure odds. Um, it hasn't received any support at the moment, but. Um, uh, it might actually drift out to double figure odds on the day. Um, look after the claim, it's carrying 51 kilos. Um, yeah, with the with the heavy track, I think it's only gonna play into its favor. It's um, seven starts, three wins, two seconds, two thirds. Um, so I, I, I'm very keen on it, actually. Um, it's third up here, I think it might be ready. Um, and it's last run on a, on a heavy track, happened to be when it was third up um, in the Swan Hill Cup, um, this time last year, or June last year actually, where it um, where it ran um, um, went very close to taking out the Swan Hill Cup, so I, I think it's a pretty good bet at, at decent odds. Um, there will be no surprise to my loyal fans that I am with a David Hayes horse. Yeah. El Faris is a trier, so what I really love about this horse is you look at its first up run, not suited by 1600 metres, but it just tried its heart out. 
and it's, it's, a, it's a grinder. It's not a sprinter by any means, and it has been trained for the Andrew Ramsden, which is next start, over 2,800 metres. Last start, they did not expect it to win, and it has run a really game race. The sectionals are sensational. It has hit the line as strong as I've wanted to see it hitting the, hitting the line. I think there's no speed in terms of anything apart from Transact going forward, so they can sit very handy for barrier four. Craig Williams on board, up to 2,400 metres. It's bred for this. It will love any rain that comes. It is a European import for a reason, and it will be close to one of my best on the day. There you go. Um, so, so you do you put East Ender in the uh, in the lay category? It's getting getting pretty short at the moment. East Ender is in the bin. Uh, the data doesn't back up East Ender. You can't back it at three dollars. You look at the last Tasmanian horse that came over, it had similar um, queries on its sectional data on puntingform.com.au. The data did not back it up and it ran atrociously. So look, these Tassie horses can defy the data, I agree on that, but at the price, you just have to take it on, especially with the weight. I mean, at 60 kilos with Craig Newen on board, I'm getting Craig Williams on a horse that I think is probably gonna be contesting a Melbourne Cup later in the year in El Ferris yep. if it wins the Amsterdam Ramsden. So, and I'm getting six kilogram weight swing on it, and I know this horse is ready to go. That, that's another big factor, isn't it? It's, um, I think I might have mentioned before on the show that, um, that I don't generally sort of think uh, weights are a great sort of um, variable when assessing the form, other than distance races. Yeah. Um, Melbourne Cup's proved that. Yeah. Like that has absolutely proved the recipe for the past few years is the lower weight the better. I mean these three year olds have just been coming over and dominating us from the UK. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I would just touch on Rock On. Um, it's the most interesting runner in the race. Galagotis has only had it for 30 days, so it's not like he's really, you know, done much with it. It's literally just sitting, it's coming in off a open class win over 2200 meters so it's ready to go yeah. it's times are quite good from when it's come over here in the past and look it's won five times and it's soft so yeah it will like the rain so i would not be well we know you're a uh, a very good judge of the um overseas runners you've um you've tipped me into a couple of um a very big odds in the past so when, when, when Drew tips uh, anything that's coming from New Zealand or, or Europe, uh, I think it's well worth listening to. I'm definitely not unloading on yep. it, but I'm, I'm not losing on the race on it. Yep, very good. On to race two, 1100 metres, BM78. Yep. Okay, so the runners in the market, we have Brian, which happens to bob up with big, big odds here and there. It's, um, it's going to go around at about $10. I uh, like to think so, 12s. Uh, serious suspect tens. Uh, William Thomas is, is the favourite in, in the race, and it's um, had a little bit of support in the three dollars sixty. Sam's Image twelves, seven year reward eleven, Acadian eight, and Del Vecchio down the bottom at fives. A load of speed in this race. Yeah, like to think so. Seven year reward, ridden choice. Sam's Image who led nature strip one day beating the horse here yep. going i think 15 lengths faster than benchmark yep. which they have not tried with it since yep. unfortunately serious suspect launch ready good offer they're all going forward uh del vecchio as well yeah i think it, it could go forward um 
you mentioned good off at Lockheed, yeah. That's, Academia even. Yeah, like, it's just a stack of racing, uh, stack of speed in this race. It's, so that just sets it up for William Thomas, doesn't yeah, it? Like it's, yeah. Yeah. it's one of those races where you look and you go, I know Written Choice is a good horse and it'll be forward and really sticking on. And the seven year reward, the same thing. Yeah. But William Thomas was really good from the yard last start, but it had a bit of fine tuning to still come. Yeah. And it's got that launch race into it. So it's got a really good run under its belt. Yeah. It's getting and it's the map to suit. Yeah, and, and we know it's had issues in the past, hence why it's only run seven times as a five-year-old. But um, and first up, it was it was first up after close to a year, wasn't it? It was uh, three hundred twenty-nine days. Yes. Yeah. So it's only going to have improvement off that um, off that first run, and and it probably probably found the thousand meters just a little bit um, too sharp on that occasion as well. So getting out to eleven hundred is a, a big tick, and it was actually working working home quite well behind Propel, which 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 could be. And most importantly, the horse has handled a wet track in the past. It's tried very well on a heavy track, and it's won, uh, won sorry, it's run second on a soft six. So cool. it's All ticking right. a few boxes there. It's good to hear that, um, that we agree on that one now. I don't think there's too much, too much more to add. Any, any roughies that, um, at a price that you fancy? Or? Old mate Brian, I'd be on to it before the stable wasn't going absolutely terrible. Dickos yeah. yep. last week. Repeated the the stat on that stable. Right. Um, look, I, yeah, I would just say I think Ridden Choice can stick on from out front, and same with Seven Year Reward. So it would not shock me if they win. But you just you have to be with William Thomas. Yes, and it's, and it's simple. I think it's going to get backed close to the day as well. So what price are we getting? Um, so we're getting three sixty at the moment. Okay. Um, you know, once once the um, the heavens open, it's it's I dare say it's going to shut uh, start a lot shorter than that. The only, the only query I would have backing it now yeah. is scratchings because yeah. with a heavy track, yeah. you'll probably, and this will actually play into the horse's favour, I think, yeah. is if you get three or four scratchings, I still think you're going to have a load of speed in the race, yeah. even even if one or two from out the front are taken out. Yeah. And no, it's a fair point, actually, because you might have 25 cents that comes off the price of... Yeah from runners that were never a chance in the first place. So. Especially when you're betting 240% mark or something like yeah. that. So just be a bit, be careful. But yep. once again, you wouldn't be shocked to see it $2 on the day. Yeah, uh, Race three, 1600 meters open handicap for the three-year-olds. Yeah, okay. So we have uh, Zutori favorite at 260. Uh, Orsian, that's how you pronounce it. Uh, $7.50, Sakaro $7.50. Thunderdome 12s, uh, Shandy 650, and double figures the rest. Um, I have a distinct lack of pace in this race with Bill the Bee and Thunderdome most likely to lead. A yep. um, couple of horses from out wide could surprise and push forward, like Sakaro, but there isn't a natural, I'm gonna put on the speed here and lead horse. So you're not gonna get a supreme out and out staying test here over the over the distance. I mean, it's sixteen hundred meters, so especially at that sixteen hundred meter shoot, there's nothing that you know. There's enough time for horses to work over, so there's no real need to hustle and bustle and fight for it before you get to the uphill part because yeah. you've got four hundred meters to kind of figure it out at Caulfield. So they could they could just jump out, get into their line, 
just might run around and be a spring home. So, with that in mind, who do you like? Uh, look, I've, I think Satori and Big Night Out both coming out of the, the same race. They're, they're the obvious choices, but in, in my opinion, I think they're, they're short enough in the market. Um, you know, you had half a length that separated them last start. Um, Big Night Out draws draws wide here, but it sort of has a, a two kilo swing on yeah. on, on Zutori. But um, but I'm actually looking elsewhere. I'm, I'm getting a Rathi called um, Candescence. Um, from the Elton Zara, yeah. Um, it, it never got a crack at them at, at Caulfield last start in the race that was won by, um, by Tarwin. It, it sort of sat quite handy, um, but it was sort of caught on the fence, lost momentum just at the, at, at the wrong time. When, and um, and yeah, the, um, the others in the race sort of ran on down the middle. So, so I'm quite happy to um, put a line through that and, um, and give it a chance. I, I, think, it, um, I, I think it might be uh, might be value at $26, so fingers crossed. I am going with Shandy here as the most likely winner. It was a disastrous ride last start. Unfortunately, we still keep Chris Simons on board. Um, so, so they're the two from the Elton Zara stable. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting that you know, Chris Simons, um, you know, he, he stuck with, with that one. You, you'd, you'd assume that he'd get the, um, the, the choice of runners between it Candescence, but Definitely. yeah, both both sort of received um, you know, fairly average. Yeah, pretty average ride. They, well, they didn't get every chance to win that race in any outfit. I mean, I have to say, if Tarwin was in this race, what price would it be? Well, dollar eighty. Yeah, and you're getting what six fifty seven dollars for Shandy at the moment. Yeah. So I think Shandy had every right to probably be yeah. winning that race last start. Yeah. And this does not look eight ounce harder. So. Yeah, it's interesting that um, the format of that race, um, the, the other runner that, um, that ran on quite well out of that was Sakara, Archie Alexander yeah. horse. Um, so you're getting $8 about it, you're getting about $7 on, on Shandy, you get $26 on Candescence, and um, you, they're coming out of the $300,000, um, the Vovis Gold race. So, um, um, I, I think probably the format of that race probably stacks up a bit better than Zutori and, and Big Night Out, so Definitely. it's interesting that, um, that both of those are the fancy runners at the, um, at the top of the market. Uh, I would mention for people who know that I like this horse, I had a big win on Crockett last year at Flemington. I think this is a horse that will appreciate the 1600 metres, but I think it needs a nice long straight like Flemington, so I would not be backing it at Caulfield. So uh, for anyone who was worried about that, I am not backing it. So watch it now win. On to race four. All right, over 1,600, the Ian Miller handicap. So we have uh, Kimono at $10, uh, Mohamed Ayas, 4.20. We have Leopari at five, uh, Guizo at 3.20, Casio at 4.60, uh, Riyadh 11. And that's about it. So in terms of speed in the race, he excels from the Lamming stable, should be going forward. Casio will always be on speed. So will Miss Admiration. Outside of that, You've just got a couple who just kind of want to slot in behind that, like Guizo at the Bull last start, sat just smoking the pipe, they've just absolutely killed them in a sit sprint race. Kimono's gonna get a really lovely spot just behind, but may get, as Dicko calls it now, the death seat. But if it's ridden correctly, um, with Mr. Winks on board, they maybe get off that rail in the first 200 meters and get a better spot. So, be interesting to see what happens there. Um, Mahamadeus 
Leopari, all those get back. Leopari almost won at 130 to 1 Betfair yeah. SP last start. Yeah. I kept. I went back and looked at its data figures, and you're like, I could see why it's run like that. I was, that's, I so guess, that's a power of shouldn't have gone around those, so I wouldn't say it's easy to say in hindsight. Easy to say in hindsight, yeah, and it's easy to look at your sheet and go, okay, you've marked a 23. Yeah, I got out to that price. Yeah, yeah. well, I marked a 23, so and yeah. it's jumped. Do you have something? Like no, of course no. not. It's jumped $15 yeah. a place. Yeah. Because you can't back them all. Yeah. And at the end of the day, did I consider it a winning chance? Well, I had it rated that, but it was not also only about backing in the race. Now, you, some people can say you can always, you, you can eat overs, and some can say you can't eat overs. Well, I think it's still about being selective at the overs. I mean, you've got to have the right conditions suiting. Yeah, well, I guess if you think it's a 4 or 5% chance, then and you're getting, you know, getting those odds out, then... So, it's a tough race, this one. Who, who are you liking? Uh, so, so I've got, um, I've got Bahamadeus on top. Yep. Um, so, I'm, I'm all about forgiveness um, these days, and it's, it seems to be working okay just recently. Um, uh, it's very, very easy just to, um, just to sack also off, off one bad run. Um, but, but I think it might have had genuine excuses last yep. start as well. It's, um, it never, never actually looks like it settled during the race. It, um, it raced very keenly, um, so I'm expecting it to be back to its um, back to its best. Hopefully. Well, to give you an example, and just to back up your point there, when it's won at Caulfield the race before that, the leader has gone ten lengths faster than class benchmark on yep. the punting form data. Sorry, on the overall benchmark data. Last start, the leader went fourteen lengths slower. Yep. So the horse has resented that. It's you know been quite keen. It's over raced, and guess what? It's finished off as fast as it could, but you know it it's run probably as good a final six hundred as it could, based on being fought during the run yep. and where it had to sit. Yeah. So with any luck here, they might go along at a at a decent clip. It can get settled, um, and it only has to round up a, a field of nine, and you know, there might be further scratchings to um, to come out of the race as well. So, um, so did you have Mahamadeus on top as well? I really like Mahamadeus at the price. I probably could not get involved. Um, there's a horse that is in this race called Kimono. Yep. Um, our team, as in the mailbag team, like this horse today for the race. Um, I personally, last start, said D-Day for it. Needs to be ridden further forward. It actually got given a more forward ride than I was expecting them to give it. So that gives me a bit of confidence that from barrier one, they can be a bit positive with this horse. Up to 1600 meters, this is, you know, the distance that it was running back at home. And this is a first 1600 meter run in two preps at sea. So this could just be what turns the horse around. Yeah, 60 kilos on board, but I don't think there's too much in this race to beat. I think Casio is a decent live chance from on speed if they don't go overly hard. Um, Guizo, I think, could not have looked any better in the yard last start, so I'd be querying that the bull was its target race. And it may just be over the top. I don't know, I'm not a, as much of a yard expert. I wouldn't even use the word expert <laughs> next to that myself. Um, so I'll wait to see what Dicko says with Guizo, but um, I'd be having uh, Kimono on top from Mahamadeus and Casio. 
On to race number five. All right, so over 1,100 metres, since the Darren Gauchi handicap. So we've got Swift Sis carrying the 60 kilos at $8. Uh, Queen Annabelle, uh, 650. Egyptian Bull at 850. Uh, My Biddy, uh, who's the favourite, 360. Uh, Jocelyn Sant, 550. Uh, Neurotic, 950. Um, my biddy just gets her way out front. Um, Craig Grooms on board. There's only one, yeah, only one real speed in this race, and that's the horse. Neurotic will go forward potentially, but from three, definitely won't be pushing it. Um, you'll have the types of Warrigal pushing over from outside who may push a little bit of speed into it. But at the end of the day, on what my biddy did last start, the horse will just jump on speed and be able to control it. You, it's, it may even be like one of those rides where you know how you see a horse will jump and it'll just sit out the front and you'll have a little bit of a gap to the next ones behind them and they'll have like horses pestering each other and then getting in each other's run and Craigie may just be off and gone. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit interested in how the race will be run. Like I, I actually, when I was doing the form for this race, I got a little bit excited. Like just, just seeing how it could play out and the only query is, can the horse actually win a race? Like, does the horse want to win a race? Is my my one query with the horse. So, what price am I getting for my biddy? Uh, so, three sixty. It's it, it hasn't really moved since its um, opening price. So, it, you know, if if you saw a little bit of support there, it might sort of give you the um, the, the confidence to sort of. Involved, I, but, but I definitely need the confidence. I mean, it's run second to Mystic Journey, uh, this prep. Yeah. It's run second just to Grey Shadow, got beaten by Miss Vixen. Miss, Fisk, Miss Vixen's not exactly the, you know, the winniest winner. And, and it doesn't need to beat a, a great field here. It's, in my opinion, I think it's a pretty weak field. So the one positive is, is this is an ex-Tasmanian horse. It's won three times on a soft and it's performed very well in a heavy. So it's, it's ticking all the boxes, honestly. Um, I would just touch on Queen Annabelle, who was first up. Um, gets an absolutely awful map out the back. It will need an absolute gem of a ride from Michael Poy, but the data says this horse, if it runs up to what it did, ending last prep behind Swift Assist, that it's a good shot here. Um, the, the thing that I like is uh, Josephine C. Actually, I, I think um, I, I, I've actually got it marked as um, best on, on the card. Actually, I, got, I think it's had, it's had three runs back now, and it was um, you know, quite solid behind uh, Grey Shadow when it ran around at, um, at Caulfield last start. Um, so it's you know it, its record at the distance, uh, it's unplaced. Uh, sorry, it hasn't not run a place. Um, three starts, one win, one second, one third, um, and I think it's going to be a runner that's going to lap up the um, um, like a soft or, or a heavy heavy eight or nine track. It's um, it's had four runs on a soft for three wins, um, so um, so it's it's the one I want to be on. And gets a decent map from Barrier One that you would expect yeah. as well. Can yeah, just... it should sit midfield. It might need a little bit of luck. I'd say probably a little, little bit more forward than midfield. Yeah. I, I, okay. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised to see maybe two back the rails. Yeah, you'd be happy sure. with that spot. Yeah, hopefully. I mean. Not sure how the track's going to play in terms of you know, whether the inside's going to be off or, um, but you know, 
if it's um, if, it, if it plays fairly like it generally tends to do it at Caulfield, then um, it should have every chance of winning. We're putting a bit of uh, faith in Chris Simons. Aren't we? <laughs> That's right. Hopefully, he has a big day. Well, and the um, elements are yeah, as well. I just wanted to go have a look. He has had a recent winner this month, so that that gives it a little bit more. Um, more uh, confidence. He's actually got just, not going just too the one, long. Just the one winner this month, isn't it? Uh, this month, oh yeah, he's had a few winners in the past 10, 12 days, so he's actually running at 14%, so that's not too bad for the last 50. Good luck, Chris. Yeah, please, please ride well. Um, race number six is a race that I am not interested in covering. I'm the same. There are one, two, three, four, five first start runners. If you want to know about them, jump on board and grab Nick Noonan's trial report. How sensational were those over the ball just to help us out? Oh, absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, look, he's, he's a very good judge, as, as, as a lot of you will know. Um, it helps me a lot, I can yeah, tell you. He gets me out of trouble. And, and one thing you notice is um, so many markets are, are priced, um, like the trial form isn't taken into the price on a lot of markets. And, you know, if, you, if you're prepared to, you know, go out there and sort of do the research or, or follow Nick's tips, it's, you know, um, you know it's, it's a very easy way of making money. And I would also then give a plug to Dicko from the yard because once again, I say it every week, if there's any market I am backing Dicko on, it is the two-year-olds. He consistently is getting these right. His profit, I, I did a little profit on turnover. I'm not putting it out there because I'm keeping it for myself. Um, he's going extremely well to the point where it should probably be its own product is just two-year-old mounting guard mail, I'll put it that way. Like, it is just sensational, the profit on turnover for that. So, I will trust him here. Um, I would just say, none of the horses in the race really have set a time that stands yeah, out. Yeah, I was gonna mention that as well. So, Moldova will start favorite in this race. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it ran the 1100 at Flemington, a minute 5.28. Um, so there's nothing to get excited about, in my opinion. The best starter horses started 100 to 1 and 200 to 1 last start in the Vogus races. I can tell you that because they look sensational in the yard. And I may put them in my first four when they run third and fourth. And I left the second favourite out who ran second and cost myself an $85,000 first horse. The great game. Oh, yeah. you got to love it. On to race seven. All right. Um, so 1100. Um, so propels the favourite at $3 in this one. We have uh, Graceful Storm at 13, Notation at 7, uh, Wawa at 10. We have Bams on Fire at $8, uh, Delusions 13, uh, The Commoner at 650, and Double Figures the rest. Going forward, we have, I'm going to say, six potential speed chances. In Shut the Front Gate, Irresistible Girl, The Commoner, Notation, Angel Lass, and Tropezina. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. Propel is the most exciting horse yep. going around this week, this month. Wow. Massive. It is, based on numbers, a Group 1 horse. It is in a three-year-old fillies race. Yes, it's carrying 60 kilos. Yes, it's giving six kilos to some of these progressive types such as you know i'm gonna say looking at the bottom here the progressive types will probably be shot the front gate but who gets in at 51 but 
At the end of the day, the data doesn't lie. Propel's last start win was massive. William Thomas will most likely back it up. We got beaten four lengths by Propel yeah. earlier in the day. We'll hopefully back it up and just give us a little bit more confidence here. Yeah, well, it actually might be a, a decent double. You know, if William Thomas um, hits the line in, in race two, I, I think it is. Like, um, yeah. you know, there's a very good chance that Propel is going to be winning this. You'd expect so. So, the only query is that Propel handles the track that is presented to us. That is my only query, and we're getting $3.10 to find out. Yeah. I am very, very, very keen. Yeah, I, I think it, it looks a bit for me as well. Um, you know, if it sort of gets into, you know, 250 on, on, on the day, I might, you know, sit back and watch it. Um, but um, but the, other, the other horse that I found interesting out of this is uh, Delusions. Yep. Um, the Kira, Kira Mar Stable. Um, first up, it's very impressive. Um, run at Swan Hill in October and then um, it was a complete forgive uh, when second up at, um, at Caulfield when it was wide the whole way and you're getting a bit of a price here, you're getting $13 about delusions, um, draws barrier six, it should get a, um, a decent run from there. Um, but, um, but yeah, it might be something small and I might have something small on delusions and you know, if you get a good price about Propel, um, it, it'll be a bet for me. I was about to say local track, but we probably don't know if this horse is trained at Caulfield or not. And that's a guessing game, isn't it? Well, it's a bit of an issue currently with the form, I'm going to say, that yeah. I think punters deserve a little bit better than having to guess where a horse is trained. Like, yeah. back in the day, if you knew that a horse had been getting trained at the bull, yeah. it's and, to you. well, especially if it had been in a city life where Chris Waller then gets given a Darren Weir and you know that it's been down at the bull for yeah. six weeks, wow, the, yeah. you can expect some improvement there, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's there's too much guessing going on when it comes to um, you know where, where the horse is, is, is trained, and, and that'd be you know that's some vital information that um, punters want to know about. Moving on to race eight. Yep. So race eight uh, over twelve hundred meters. We have Jungle Edge, the um, the Mudlark at six dollars. I'm Wesley at eight fifty. Uh, first hand at six. Uh, Blaze fourth at nine. Um, Villamont ten. Order of command three ninety. Um, it will be favourite for the race. Oh no, sorry, Leonardo De Hinchy at three dollars uh, as the favourite for the race. Um, Jungle Edge should lead from I am Wesley who will be going forward. Leonardo De Hinchy is also a four type. Villamond as well, but I don't expect that they'll be going as forward in over this distance. And Redefine probably should be on speed as well. Um, but do you think? Jungle Edge has gone backwards a little bit. Um, I know it's sort of um, getting up there in age. Um, like I, I know, you know, once once the heavens open, um, there's going to be a lot of people wanting to be wanting to be on it. But in my opinion, I, I just don't like it. it. Never has been one of my horses in the yeah. in the first place. I must I must admit that. But um, but just on its sort of recent runs, like it, um, you know, had a soft track at at uh, Warrnambool and Wongoon. So I think it was in the wrong part of in the Wongoon. Yeah. I know I am someone's come up the inside, but like yeah. you look, Inkeeper was gone at the turn. Jungle Edge had every right with the sixty not to be sticking on. Um, that Galaxy, the run before, they've just run too fast, and you know he's had to do a lot there on a track that he probably did have a right to run better on. I would say being a heavy eight. So that was the run which was definitely a query for me. Um, Earlier in the prep, he was running quite well. I mean, his Ballarat win. Yep. 
um, then went on and almost won an open race in a group two race up there and he was in the, the Rubicon he was three lengths behind Nature Strip which would any yeah, of these get ribbon sort of, three lengths sort of would, well, would any of these is, get yeah. ribbon within three lengths of Nature Strip that's what you got to ask and if the horse is going right I, just just from his last couple of runs I mean you know on a heavy eight in the galaxy mm. uh, where it's ran near last um, I don't know I definitely just, a concern that run I'm, I'm maybe it's me, me hoping that it's um, see the end of Jungle Legends it's cost me too much money in the past so really yeah <laughs> fair enough uh, what price am I getting Intelligence Cross uh, Intelligence Cross is um, you're getting close to 100 to 1 wow Blinker's first time trained down at the bull I'm pretty sure um, yeah, Matthew Blink Williams it's absolutely flying at the moment yeah it's, it's the right stable for it I mean this is a horse that on its best form back home it was competitive in group races. Now, it hasn't done a lot since it came out here, but I thought it wasn't too bad. It's uh, last run for DK when it was three lengths behind Native Soldier. Yeah. Um, did it do anything first up? No, but I think they may be just trying to figure this horse out a bit. I, I'm not sure, at 101, I'm not letting it go around an, an enemy on my book. Yeah. And I noticed it's uh, Blinker's first time for this runner as well, so yeah, exactly. it shows a bit of intent from the stable I guess um, uh, so, and what's your strategy do you think it might um, it might actually get backed or um, you know sit back and back on bet there late uh, I, often if you see I don't it, think I'll be getting 300s okay yeah if, um, if it's 100 um, with the bookies then every chance you'll probably get 300s yeah I'll late. put it this way I'm happy to I'm happy to take a bit of the 100s now yeah okay um, just in this field because I'm looking at it this way Leonardo da Vinci may be a 1600 meter horse so, Villamont may be a 1600 metre horse. Um, Order of Command has to be respected off what it did last start because from the yard it was not ready um, and it was never going to get past Band of Her. Um, once again, it's got no heavy track form, but it's a soft tracker. So, like this, it's a really interesting race overall. I mean, you've got the New Zealand horse, Redefine, who people probably aren't going to rate on what it's done here. But back home, it won a heavy 10 track benchmark 85 over 1200 meters so if you want a horse that's going to handle the, the wet it's won three times on heavy so at 41 dollars to on board who's probably the best apprentice going around into 51 dollars into 51 kilos it's not without a hope so it's it, in short i'm probably the same thing with you with jungle edge i, I can't risk it six dollars I'm probably just looking for a few things at value, maybe just have a small play on the race, like Intelligence Cross, uh, Redefine, what price is um, Order of Command, yeah, $4 is just not where That's I want to be sure. playing yeah. those races, so yeah. I may just yeah. probably go each way on those two outsiders and just hope for a place result and ever get the win and get the yeah. win. What, what do you make of on Wesley? Do you regard it as, you know, you're starting to get a you know, price about it. It's a, it's a runner I've always had yeah. a bit of time for on Wesley. You're getting about $9 on it. Um, in my opinion, it's a, it, it wraps well. It's, um, uh, you know, it'll ping out from, from barrier two. It's, um, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's now, um, it's had, it, it's run at Waterville last start. I thought, I thought it was, um, I thought it was okay. Um, it's coming out of the group three. I have one big issue with the horse. It 
it's okay this start it's only win on a soft track ever was on a soft five in a really poor week race over in Tassie so it was only a soft five it has never won on anything worse it's had 12 runs on soft for one win and that was on a soft five yeah five, two, five seconds and a, and a third yeah it's um but it's had 17 goes on good and won five times. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm profiling this horse as a dry tracker. Yeah. That's my one query for it. So yeah, it's a good horse that can win on its day. Okay. And this rain that we're predicting, it may miss. Yep. And yeah, that's true. It's by the end of tomorrow, you may be looking at it and going, oh, it's out to $12. Well, Let's yeah, have I mean, a little it's... go at this before <laughs> someone latches on. Yeah. Um, and if it is in the range of heavy, heavy nine, I'm not, not sure whether it's going to um, I think the, the drainage at Caulfield's um, quite good, so I'm not sure, you know, by race eight, whether you're going to be looking at a, a heavy nine or, or thereabouts, it, it might be sort of more so in the range of, um, you know, heavy eight, perhaps. Or... The track's going to be the real, real query by then, because that 14 metre line that we raced in, I want to say, six weeks ago, because yep. the rail's in the 10, getting out a little bit further than that, I don't think it's going to be an advantage, so you're really going to be probably later in the day looking to be within those three, four horse lengths and anything wider may be a disadvantage. I don't know, that's the great thing about track walking on the day. So if you've got someone who's a track walker who you can trust their opinion on, that goes a long way, especially the jockeys. I like to just get on track and see one walking the track, mainly Craig Williams, yeah. shattered him today. Oh, yeah. where, where are you gonna get me going today? Because they'll tell you, yeah. they're happy to chat. And, he, and he's usually um, on the mark with what he shares. Or Craig's pretty damn yeah. good. Um, look, there are some jockeys I wouldn't listen to. Yeah. I'm not going to out them because that's just rude. But you know, you just you, you from experience you learn. And Craig very much is a expert at what he does in every facet of riding. It seems like he puts in more time than um, than most jockeys. He's, he's probably the best when it comes to um, you know, research and getting out there and track walking. You always you always seem to. Oh, he's preparing his speeches for when he wins the night before <laughs> and who to thank. He's, he's just an he's absolute class Very good. operator. Yeah. All right. That's last of the day? Last of the day. We've got um, 1800 metre race, the JRA handicap. So we've got Pink Blur at 850, uh, Chester Halo at $11. We have uh, Remember the Name at 750, Winkleman at 850, Silent Raw 6, uh, Venus 5, and Portable Harmony. $7. There's a few here that appeal, but let me just get into the speed map. Uh, Tiffany's Lass, Madison Avenue, Silent Raw should all be vying for the speed. Winkleman, Indiana Lily from Outwide should come over. Special Diva from Barrier 6 gets a much, much, much better ride than last start. Fingers crossed, because it was absolutely slaughtered. And at $31 appeals as a decent each way bet here. Um, outside of that, I, I personally am not sure what I am going to be doing with Jester Halo. It's an interesting runner, isn't it? It's um, like it, it happens to um, find trouble quite a lot, doesn't it? Just lead with it. Just that's yeah. what they used to do. Like lead with it, and it probably wins this. Yeah. Like no, last start, yeah. last start at Flemington. Negative tactics. They got behind Temple of Bell, who's one of the slowest first 400 meter horses you'll ever find, and just had to get out late and just run on and run second in a really good race. Like the horse is flying. 
you got yeah. Jackie Martin on board claiming two. From barrier one, kick it up, get it's, in a good spot. Yeah. It, it's, it's a bit for me just to Halo. I know it's, um, it's cost me a lot of money uh, recently, but, um, but I'm, I'm sticking with it. I, I think it's got a, a win in it very soon, hopefully, um, hopefully on Saturday. Where do you have it mapping? I've got it near last, based on what they did last uh, start. I, I don't think they can afford to be near last. Um, you know, from barrier one, it's yeah, they, they they have to change their tactics from from uh, from its last start. And I, I think I think it should uh, push up midfield. But uh, but yeah. you've got it you've got it near last. That's just in, based in on what it's as well. It's, it's not been a win for eighteen hundred meter shoot at at uh, yeah. Caulfield's not too bad because. They've all got time to get over. Similar six hundred, the sixteen hundred is actually even better than that because yeah. it's such a long straight yeah. that you don't necessarily have that big pressure. Like they're they're still finding their spots when you get to the turn six hundred meters later. Yeah. So if he just gives a little bit of a kick out of the gates, he should be able to sit probably three back the fence, and he'd be very happy with that spot. Sure. But I think it's almost an in-play bet based on that. That's right. Yeah. That's I'd, great. I'd, I'd, want be, <laughs> I'd want to be getting off it if it's. Um, Settling um, near last on the fence, so I don't think you can probably find trouble again and struggle to sort of round these up and win. What's the top? What price is Berth of Venus? I imagine it's probably second, third favourite based on what it's done. Uh, so number thirteen. Thirteen. We got five dollars on it. Yeah, it's going to sit out the back. Barrier four. They could be a bit more positive, but once again, you don't know. This is one of those really tricky races where. You need to know what the, the track's doing on the day because we've had a lot of rain potentially. It's kicking out and it may be very hard to make ground. Therefore, you're instantly probably scratching half the race. But then you've got the good jockeys who well, know, well, I can't win from out the back. So let's be a little bit more positive out of the barriers. And it just it changes the mapping completely. Sure. This is not the race to punch out on. There's no race to punch out on anyway. But this is not the race to punch out on, guys. That's who you are. Yeah, well, we've been guilty of that. If you're Walsh, you'll be having a big go later in the bookies ring, I can tell you. That's right. Anything else you like there, or is that... Uh, that's... No, I think I think that's it for me. It'll, it'll be a small bet on Jester Halo, um, and I'll be, I'll be getting jumping straight off if it doesn't land where I want it to. So, if there was a horse on the card... That you would be jumping on Betfair to lay. Uh, best lay of the day? Yes. Right, okay. This is a tricky one because yeah. you know, you, you, know you're filling the shoes of Dicko, who is the reigning champion champion, I want to say, because yeah. he, he won the first one. All right, um, all right well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name Zutori, um, that horse in race three, um, for, for reasons that have outlined that, um, that I think. Um, I'm keen on a, on, a, on a few out of that um, out of that Tarwin race. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, um, I, and I don't think there's all that much between it and Big Night Out as well. And you know, Zutori, I think it's two seventy. Yeah, two seventy currently. Five dollars. Um, so look at, you know, I, I don't think it should be that short. I, I'd expect it's it's going to drift, but um, well, hopefully it does. And you can jump on betfair.com.au. Lay the pants off of it. Uh, I'm going to take on East Ender in the first. I just got to take on the Tassie form. Three dollars thirty. It's the wrong price for me. Um, don't, probably don't. I think there's five winning chances in the race, and I have it, you know, closer to being fourth on my numbers. So, I've got to take it on. Um, 
I think we've kind of already covered what we're confident on, so unless yeah, you sure. give a best bet. Uh, yeah, well, I guess um, I think best of the day. I'm, I'm going to mark Josephine C in race five. Um, best of the day. Yourself? William, William Thomas has got to be. William's a pretty good bet. I think Propel is. The only query I've got on Propel is the track. But at $3.10, I think I'm, I'm still getting the price to find out on the track. So I'm, I'm certainly. I have to say it's my best today, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try and talk myself out of it, but I can't. It's, I know what I've got it rated, and it's not $3.10. Very good. Um, if you were to give the punters one at value. Uh, so one at value, I would, um, I think Candescence um, in that same race. So I know there's a lot, a lot riding on race three now with the lay of the day and the best, but, um, but I'm very keen to see what it's got if it, um, if it gets a, a clear run, which it should. I think $26 is a um, very good value. I would probably be pointing towards, um, I'm going to say two horses in race eight, Intelligence Cross and Redefine. Yeah. I just want to be having a little small something on them. It's one of those races yeah. where a little bit of outlay is a big reward. We're going to be talking about it for a long time if you get uh, Intelligence Cross up. Remember that day you tipped it? Yeah. yeah. It'll <laughs> come up in the next few years, I think. Until the next meeting. <laughs> It's been a pleasure having you on, Petey. Yeah, thank you very much. Time. Bet Fair HQ's absolutely flying at the moment. Yes, yeah. indeed, yeah. And and for anyone that um, you know wants to get involved, um, you know, like, like we said with the data modelling, come along to our workshops. Um, feel free to get in touch um, if you're interested in and don't know much about Bet Fair. Feel free to DM me. We can get you set up with an account and um, show you how you can make money laying runs. Hopefully, so, you play loving it. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Cheers. All right, been a pleasure, mate. Been a real pleasure. I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>